Thanks for coming back to another episode of the My Technicians podcast. Today's episode is, of course, about the May Patch Tuesday and the 74 vulnerabilities that Microsoft patched. These bugs include three zero-day vulnerabilities and an actively exploited LSA spoofing vulnerability. Of the 74, seven are rated critical, 66 are rated important, and one is rated low in severity. As with every Patch Tuesday episode, we ask Dustin Trials of Zero Day Initiative about the more important patches that admins should prioritize. Before we get to Dustin, here's a quick, quick reminder to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, and Spotify to hear weekly interviews with IT experts that can help you make the right decisions for your organization. And now here's Dustin. Yeah, so let's talk about uh, what admins need to patch um, after this, this month's Patch Tuesday. Um, first of all, actually, let me ask you, um, sort of a, a lighter load than, than last month, um, how does mm-hmm. this compare to previous years? Uh, so this is about what we've seen for May in previous years. It's been around seven, the 60 to 70 CVE range. So this is kind of right in just on the little bit of the high side, but nothing unusual. All right, so let's talk about some of the ones that you that, that jumped out to you. Um, mm-hmm. I guess let's start with the, the LSA spoofing vulnerability. Um, you know, uh, what, what do admins need to know about this one? Well, we're getting reports now that this is actually related to Pettit Podem, which is released a, a few months ago. So it's either an incomplete fix or uh, something that was reintroduced by Microsoft through a patch. But it's definitely uh, an NTM, uh, NTLM relay attack. Uh, and it's reported as being uh, actively exploited by Microsoft. So it's definitely something you need to worry about. And it's definitely used to uh, internally traverse from one system to another once you have initial access. So it is an after access sort of attack, but it is being actively exploited. And since it could be related to previous attacks, it's definitely something we need to uh, take notice of and go ahead and test and deploy as soon as possible. Right. But there's some uh, complexity um, in exploitation. Can you talk about that? Uh, Yeah, so to exploit this, an attacker would actually need to be in the logical setup uh, of your network. So essentially a man in the middle attack. Uh, So they would need to be able to inject uh, NTLM packets uh, towards a target. Uh, But apparently this is happening uh, because uh, it it is listed as actively exploited. And that's why I say it's an after attack sort of thing. So once you're on a network and then you can observe network traffic, that's when you would deploy this sort of exploit to traverse from one system to another and increase your foothold within an enterprise. Right. So let's move on to the Active Directory Domain Services uh, mm-hmm. elevation of, of privilege bug. Yeah, this is one that came through our program and is really interesting. Uh, the, the researcher, Oliver Leck, uh, had a blog out on this. And again, this is kind of an after action bug because it requires domain, ad, uh, domain user privileges. But once you're a domain user, you can escalate to domain admin pretty easily. Uh, so that's that. I know there are a bunch of red teams out there who are diving into this bug very quickly to put this in their toolkit. Right. Uh, but it's the sort of thing where once you have any sort of foothold within a network, uh, within an enterprise, you can just elevate to domain admin and take it all over. Mm. And, and it does require, I want to point out that it does require Active Directory certificate service be turned on, but I have yet to see a domain where that is turned off. So, right. Right. yeah. Um, and Windows Network File System uh, RCE. 
Yeah, this one is a little bit different because it is a remote unauthenticated user who could hit it. Uh, but NFS itself is not widely deployed unless you're in a system where you have like Windows and Linux or other Unix boxes that are all together. In that case, you would use NFS for file sharing. So NFS then would be deployed. So if you have NFS deployed, uh, Microsoft notes that NFS version 4.1 is not affected by this. So at the very least upgrade to that and then roll out this patch as fast as you can because that gets very close to that wormable stage where you have a remote unauthenticated attacker who just by sending packets can get code execution on your targets with elevated privileges. And the uh, inside software bug. Uh, that's so. Th this this seems like it's a little bit uh, more complicated than than the others listed here. Yes, this one is certainly more complicated because it involves Azure services and and third party software as well. Uh, in this case, Microsoft actually uh, reported this on Monday instead of Patch Tuesday. They pushed it out a day early, uh, but there was a, a, a flaw in a third party ODBC data connector used to connect uh, Amazon Redshift. Uh, in integration runtime and Amazon, excuse me, Azure Synapse pipelines. Uh, so that bug would al allow users to get some extra information and perform a remote code execution across the integration runtimes. So it's all stuff on the back end that really Microsoft is patching and then letting users know. Uh, they say that it hadn't been exploited, uh, but we really don't know because it's all on the back end and Microsoft is, is fixing it. But if you're using one of those services, if you're using Azure, it's something you definitely need to take a look at to make, read their blog, read their advisory and follow all their guidance uh, to make sure that your section that you're connecting to the Azure services is taken care of. Right. And so there, there were two point-to-point -point tunneling uh, protocol RCE bugs. Can mm -hmm. you talk about those? Yeah, those are pretty interesting too, uh, simply because we don't think about PPTP that much anymore. But there are still a lot of uh, small and medium businesses out there who use it as a, a type of VPN almost. Uh, and they both could allow a remote code execution. Uh, Microsoft notes that an attacker would need to win a race condition, but we see people win race conditions all the time. Uh, and again, it's a remote unauthenticated user who's sending uh, specially crafted packets to an affected system that's running PPTP and they would be able to get code execution. So. That's definitely something to look out for if you're using that. I don't know how many people are really uh, employing PPTP anymore with the popularity of VPNs, but it's definitely the sort of thing that is, is still in use out there by small and medium businesses primarily. Right. And there was another uh, remote desktop bug. Um, and you know in your blog that you know we've seen these in, in uh, yep. uh, the last last couple of releases here. Um, so yes. why, why do we need to worry about this one? Well, again, this is an RDP client bug and not an RDP server bug. It's the RDP server bugs that really make me super nervous. Right. With the RDP client bugs, I have to, as a, as a user, connect to the attacker's RDP server. So that's a level of complexity there where the, the attacker would need to send me a link that I would click on or somehow otherwise redirect my traffic to their server. Uh, but it is a little bit concerning that we keep having these RDP client bugs month after month after month mm. uh, because they can really lead to some great access if they are exploited. Uh, so that's one thing that it's like, I, I really hope that Microsoft is able to broaden their, their patch surface on this one and actually roll out something where we're not updating the RDP client every single month. Yeah, yeah. And there's another exchange server bug. Um, and. You know, in, the, in the same vein as RDP, we see these more often than not. Um, is this any anything to 
to you know uh, um, stress about? Uh, well, the ex exploit itself doesn't seem that horrible. It's pretty interesting. Uh, it allows you to go from an exchange admin to elevate your privileges to be a domain admin. Uh, there are a lot of places where those are the same anyway, uh, but there are a lot of places where the exchange admin is not a domain admin. So that's what, something to keep in mind. But this one is, is one that's very frustrating as an administrator because it requires you to go onto the system and run specific commands from the command prompt before you apply the security patch. Now, if you, it doesn't say what happens if you don't do this, but I'm assuming the patch is not applied correctly and then you don't address the issue. Uh, and I also don't know how that would affect future cumulative updates for Exchange, but definitely take a look uh, at that. You need to run the setup for your domain again uh, for Exchange to make sure that your domain is prepared appropriately to receive the patch. So then you can apply the patch and then remediate this issue. Hmm. What about Prince Cooler? Were, were there any more Prince Cooler bugs in this release? Yes, there were. Uh, there, there were Prince Cooler bugs both in uh, elevation of privilege uh, and information disclosure. Uh, the information disclosure bugs were very interesting in the Prince Cooler because it would allow you to uh, read specific files off the system rather than just dumping random memory, which is what most info disclosure bugs do. Uh, so yes, again, print spooler bugs, uh, again, elevate two that are elevation privileged. So you would hit the print spooler and then go from a regular user to elevated privileges, usually system in that case, and then some info disclosure ones. And again, uh, you know, there was a collective groan Tuesday as admins were like, oh, more print spooler bugs. Let's hope they don't break printing again. So. Right, right. Is this something that typically happens when, you know, like, like when print nightmare, nightmare happened last year? Now you know Microsoft is you know making sure they patch you know all these you know principal issues that that pop up. Is that something that typically happens when this giant zero day is discovered and then you know mm -hmm. um, Microsoft you know finds out there's a lot of you know, you know more issues than than they realize, so they have to release these patches every month. Yeah, it's something that we definitely have seen before. Uh, when something is discovered and it gets a lot of attention, <clears throat> a lot of researchers will look at that component to see what else is there. And in most cases like this one, when you have a component that's very broad and has a very wide attack surface, turns out that there's a lot of problems there that just haven't been looked at very thoroughly in years. So it takes Microsoft or Adobe or Cisco or you know other vendors who've had the similar issue uh, quite a while to find all of the, those holes and then really put together a, a comprehensive patch for them. Uh, I know one of the things that vendors look at is like, how can they release updates that will take out entire classes of bugs? That's much harder. Uh, and the problem with uh, point fixes is you could get lost in variant testing forever and never release an update. So they have to release something. Um, but this is kind of the cycle that it gets into. So since print nightmare, a lot of researchers have been looking at that print spooler. It's a very fertile ground for finding bugs. Mm -hmm. So they're finding them, they're reporting them. Microsoft is uh, fixing them, but they aren't getting their fixes broad enough to prevent other researchers from finding bugs that are still exploitable. Right. Yeah, clearly. Um, anything else that, that you know, admins, uh, you know, need to note uh, before they start rolling out these patches? Uh, no, that's the biggest ones that we've already talked about. Uh, if for the academics, there's some security feature bypass bugs in this release, which are pretty interesting, uh, especially the one that could potentially decrypt TLS traffic. But that's certainly less likely to happen in the wild. But from a just pure, hey, this bug is neat perspective, 
uh, I think is kind of neat. But for the most part, uh, the, the active attacks, of course, is what we're looking at. And then for Exchange servers, please make sure you prepare your domain before you install that security update. Uh, otherwise, we can't guarantee that that security update is going to be 100% effective. Very good. All right, uh, Dustin, as always, thanks very much for, for uh, stopping by. No problem. Thanks for having me, and uh, we'll see you next month. All right, thanks.